Welcome to Torn, Finding a Mom Life Balance. On this bi-weekly podcast, we're your hosts, Athena, Mama T, and Memes. And here on this podcast, we'll find ways to cope with motherhood, laugh our woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt, all in the hopes of helping us all feel a little less torn. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom Life Balance. I mean, I'm welcoming myself back. Mama T has been in the cut, very busy attending to a three-year-old going on 13 and work. So in this week's episode, Mama T and me will be discussing the emotions of motherhood. Are you exhausted? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling lonely, even though you are never really ever never alone yes so um i think i reshuffled topics bringing this one back uh or bringing this up for recording sooner because the summer has definitely left me feeling very overwhelmed with lots of mixed emotions um had some time off but was you know rude awakening of not ever really being off like I shared in our last episode the other feeling of not wanting to overbook um but not wanting to the time you have available so my three weeks off kind of went at a decent pace but back at work back to the routine that isn't exactly the back to school September schedule but still feels so close to it that I I struggle with what I would prefer. Like, am I happy it's summer and the weather's nice and I'm getting out a little earlier so the day feels longer? Or does the day just feel longer? (laughs) And I, you know, and then the guilt that comes along with not not having the energy to to put on the face or perform um, 100% as the parent you want to be all the time or not having the energy for one more game of make-believe kitchen or cooking or whatever the game is. Um, I think what has helped me is keeping us outdoors. So I definitely will do the park and, you know, find splash pads or outdoor things. And I think just the extra sunshine, the fresh air um, changes some of the expectations of the play. And I've been more up for that, but I definitely have been struggling with how I'm feeling in this season. Mm. Yeah, I definitely can relate and I, and I hear you and I always appreciate how you name it as a season because seasons come and go. So hopefully uh, the blues of this season (laughs) will do the same. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I also happen to have a summer baby. So between July and August, it always feels really busy because it's the start of work. And it's also a big party for my son. And there's just a lot of different moving parts and planning and making sure that none of it is getting like the short end of the planning and the energy and the presence and the time stick. Like, 
first and foremost, like my child isn't, and then my work isn't. And in between all of that, the here and there of being able to like still stay connected with other human beings that are over three years of age. Um, so it's a lot. It, it is it is overwhelming to have to live in all those different spaces without a real pause or break. And sometimes for me, even what feels like not to be ungrateful, but like enough support. Um and then with so much going on, there's for me this feeling of loneliness. Um, I often share with other moms, like, do you ever feel lonely? Because you're never really, I was joking before, but not, like, you're never really alone. I am sometimes showering at the crack of dawn and, like, the bathroom door just, like, bursts open. I'm like, hey, good morning to you, too. Um, and I don't find that I have just alone spaces, but I feel very lonely um even though someone is always talking to me someone is always asking me a question and someone is always asking me for something <laughs> no it, it was interesting uh, a podcast I listened to one of the mom it's a mom podcast also she was sharing uh two of her three littles were away and she was finding it difficult to like acclimate and I found myself like just sharing that sometimes doing a little bit of the planning uh, a combination of something I an epiphany I came to but also something that Athena shared in an episode that like a little of it is planning for when you're gonna have the time for yourself because as soon as that time comes you times not know what to do with yourself and feel really awkward and not know how to transition because you're used to answering so many questions preparing for so many people the other part of it that Athena had mentioned in the past is the making time for yourself um, so that, that time to regroup, depending on how you get your energy, right? Because the loneliness could be genuine other adult company and bonding and laughter and, and just sharing that. But then there's also that piece of like, am I even in the place to absorb that when I have it? Because I've done whatever regenerates and refreshes me. Um, and that's part of the confusion in my feeling too, because I know I can be a, a number. I know I can numb by binging on things or just getting in my space where I'm like listening to a bunch of books and solo activities. But am I really refreshing myself Refresh. and regenerating so that when I'm back at work, I'm, I can be present and I feel there. And when I am sharing in the company of others and I'm making making it to moments to bond and adult company, I really can make the most of it. So it's just like a, a, a mix of these emotions and a mix of like, I think mental fatigue, um, leaving me wondering how to use the rest of the summer to continue to work and have some downtime, but really like reset myself and be in a better place for the back to school season, because then we're off and running and there's kind of, you know, th there's no, uh, what's it called on the highway? There's no shoulder sometimes <laughs> for, for quite a while. Um, and just wanting to be in a good, healthy space, energized space to bring my best self to all my circles so that's kind of those are the three buckets I'm thinking about me by myself me refreshed 
um, and being kind of present for everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so (laughs) a lot of the things that you were sharing were resonating with me. And um, one of the things it's so funny, because at work, one of the priorities for my, my, um, my work is self care. I'm like, yeah, we all need to take care of ourselves. And we need to um, be able to teach our students this very same thing. And it's a generational skill, right? And I, this is a small thing, but all summer I've been like, I want to get a manicure and pedicure. And I have yet to get a manicure and a pedicure. <laughs> it's like, just little things that could probably help me get out of this funk or just feel like there are little moments. You were talking about like the individual binge, like being into the books or into um, watching a show or a podcast. I feel like I don't get into the individual space. I feel like we talk about um, this torn feeling, mom life balance. And I feel like I, and now balancing being a mom and work and there is no like the and that is all life and there are moments of both that give me extreme joy um and what I'm learning about joy is that it can be uh fleeting Mm -hmm. and that there's a huge difference between joy and happiness and happiness is like this um further down the road thing um so I am grateful for the joy and I do need to um, plan out and actually live out more self-care in the sense of moments to myself that I'm allowing my mind not to think about the things that I need to do as a mom and the things that I need to do for work. Mm-hmm. And I'm just being still. I need some, some, some stillness. Um, I don't know how that's addressing the lonely, the lonely part. I have been thinking about doing some speed dating though. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep y'all posted. I know y'all want to know about Mama T's that part of my life. I'll keep y'all posted. Um, definitely because I think, I think of our, you know, between the three co-hosts, I think I am probably the one with the prior to becoming a mom, probably least structured, least uh, organized, you know, and not like self-effacing, but just like looking at myself in the mirror. And I find myself as a mom just missing that so much. I used to kind of live for the time to do nothing. And I literally used to say that. And I had an old colleague that I think of so often when she would tell me, no, I'm watching a movie, but I'm like rearranging a drawer, folding socks or doing something. And I'm like, no like literally having um perfect example having a weekend where you don't have anything scheduled you don't have to be somewhere but you want to like enjoy the time and this is a weekend that our family has very little on the calendar or any public affairs and it feels so different and I long for the like not having to get up at a certain time and not because the not having to be somewhere doesn't mean I don't have to prep things and feed people and take care of laundry and get the and I'm already like putting things together for the week and trying to anticipate or trying to like knock off the list the thing because there's always a list and when I was single there 
didn't like there could be a list but I could definitely find ways to ignore my list and still survive through my week um and I think it's a little bit in my nature that uh and it's interesting because another uh self-reflective thing is that I I categorize myself in this um tendencies uh model as an obliger a a personality type that kind of will fulfill things for someone else like outer expectations more than inner expectations and there's another phenomenon that um the the writer of that tendency Gretchen Rubin talks about obliger rebellion where you stop fulfilling those things for the outside expectation because you are always doing that and you go through a phase where you just and I kind of reflected the other day and was saying was a lot of my push of having so many outer expectations this rebellion of kind of being fed up with it like I'm I definitely don't want to let the people I love down I definitely you know you think about all those things but then you get to a point where you're just like how many outside expectations could I have to fulfill this week this month this you know today um Uh, So just trying to think about my personality, um, the things that make me, that genuinely make me feel happier, more present because I planned them in advance and I took care of them and what things either I want to find a way to outsource or I want to find a way that I don't have to, that they don't have to be in cycle so often or that maybe I can re-examine the season we're in and some of the responsibilities can shift or the routine can, can shift slightly. I don't know. Um, I think I have to do a little bit of a, a, um, an audit of things and kind of figure out what is kind of sucking a little bit of the joy and my, my mental peace out of things too. Um, Because you were talking about like not thinking when it, but it's really hard because some of it is the peace of mind you get from having the plan or knowing when things are happening. But for my temperament, I know that having back-to-back schedules of things so that the future will be lighter is, does not make me happy. Like whatever the bang for the buck is, it's not doing it right now. Yeah. Um, something something that that is really changing for me I think feeding into the overwhelmed feeling as well is having to begin to pack to move but then also having renovations being done like all of that for me starting a new job my son turning three I feel half the days I'm like why did you decide to do all of these things at one time? Um, And it's really, really overwhelming. And I'm still in the process of like, what bills um, am I paying like straight out of my banking account versus to get a lower uh, mortgage rate? I had to like sign up for this other new bank in which their ATM machines are like so outdated. They don't even deposit checks. You should have seen Mama T downloading an app at like 10 o'clock at night at work the other day just to take a picture of her check to deposit it so that the mortgage could be paid on time. I had to go to the security guard in the building and be like, look, I know the building closes at 10, but I need to pay this bill. Please stay with me. Stay with me. 
And thank goodness he was like, anything for you. And this is why we're always kind to people. We've always got to be kind to people. And so I, I worked my way through. I managed even the IT person on the other line. Sweetest pie was on the phone with me for like 45 minutes. He was like, okay, did that app um, download yet? And I was like, the full circle is not all the way red. <laughs> I'm telling you, the pressure, the like trying to create presentations but then like oh my goodness this bill you haven't paid it because there's like no banks in sight that you could actually go to for this mortgage I know this even just sounds overwhelming the way that I'm telling the story but there there have been lots of moments this summer that have just felt like I wanted to either scream or just burst into tears like I felt my body needing a hard like one of those ugly cries where you're accidentally eating your own snot and just (laughs) like (laughs) yeah definitely think that it that is what it ultimately leaves your soul needing it's just like that's even a purge and refresh right um just feeling it letting all that out which I think sometimes is so stress relieving um what do you think can be some um, suggestions for our Torn tribe in these times of overwhelm and these times of transitions and new phases um, that either the summer or new school year or move or just many new phases can bring. Um, what can, what do you think would be helpful or what would you want um, provided or what awareness can we share? Um, for me personally, through the thick of it all, I still try to stay connected with reflecting, whether it's when I'm sitting on the train, going to work, coming home from work, just pausing to have gratitude for the things, whether small or not, that are going well. I started calling them the silver linings, like what's my silver lining for today? just so that I don't find myself, even though I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm exhausted and it feels like oh, this is a lot, someone get this boulder off my back. I'm, I try to stay rooted in gratitude. Um, second for me, it's laughter. I need laughter. I'm telling you, y'all going to see Mama T on like Laugh Factory or some comedy network one day because I have a lot of good material based on um, motherhood. Um, and then I would say... The third thing for me is finding time to, even if it's a quick text, a quick phone call, stay connected with other moms. Um, I have a mom friend who her mother-in-law had to uh, get knee surgery. Her knee gave out at the last minute unexpectedly. And it's like, you don't want to tell you, like, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm sorry to hear this. But sometimes you need to hear like, damn. She's like, she like, okay, I still got childcare today. Like, like, you know, like, 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 not to be like, you need a one up so you can be like, all right, I feel better. But it just keeps you grounded in gratitude and also being able to be there for a listening ear for someone else. And sometimes your, your story is the story that's the, the one up, but just that, that like sisterhood within motherhood for me is like so important. What about you? Um, I think for the tribe, I'm going to say to listen, to listen sometimes when there 
is silence. There's a reason for the silence. I think uh, a phase of my settling into having a family and becoming a mom. Um, I used to be a, a real phone person and I I would kind of, I still have a day of the week that I do a check-in, but it's with another mom friend. Just, you know, my, my drive used to be time to catch up and I am not doing that as much. Um, but again, it leaves me more in my head. If I'm not in my numbing place, that's something is just like, clearing the decks for the next thing in the day, like de- de- like uh, decompressing from my day for my drive, um, then usually I'm just in my head. And it's so I, I would welcome the call or the text or the like, there's radio silence and for people in my circle not to take it personally, because that's never been me. And so when I am in that place for people to notice, um, Cause I think I would welcome not so much a like, Hey, what's up? Like I need to spill it all on them, but a like, Hey, I really wanted to hear your voice or, or see you or make some time together. So I would, I would appreciate that from my tribe. Um, when I think about the men's from the last week, it's definitely been mindfulness, prayer. Um, I, I tend to, the, my, my silver linings come in the form of the the coincidences and I'm doing air quotes um, in the universe. And sometimes you just hear a conversation that you're not even in the conversation or something you're witnessing or you go to a talk or because I'm in education, like I was seeing my students interview um, an actor and he brought a message about courage. And I am often... I often see the, the, the links in my life of messages about being courageous and realizing the things in life that are pushing you to overcome a fear. Um, so that was my mend this week. Um, how about you? What was your mend? Oh, that's so hard. To... Um, this was my mend. So it was my first the night before my first day with my new team, um, I was really nervous. I was really tired. I stayed at work really late the day before to make sure everything was set up and ready. And then I was feeling guilty because I was like, I'm not going to see my son in waking hours. And then I went to bed at midnight, but at 3.45 a.m., he woke up, sat up, gave me a hug. I call it a neck joke because he really like... anyway you have to see them in person they're not really hugs the next day. um and he tells me mama when you wake up today you're going to be strong <laughs> so I laugh and I'm like please go back to sleep little boy um but it really felt like the ancestors or my grandmother um, was speaking through him to me because I was feeling nervous and anxious he did not go back to sleep until five in the morning. So literally the day before my first day with my new team, I slept from midnight to 345 AM. So that was like my mend and my exhaustion in one. So that wasn't like a real mend. <laughs> but that's how motherhood, that's just like it's symbolic for me. 
of motherhood. Like sometimes your man is your man, and sometimes your man is like really not your man. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Torn, Finding a Mom Life Balance. Join us again in two weeks. Um, We missed Athena, but we have also been doing these transitions so that it is a more manageable, enjoyable, productive um, endeavor to co-host Torn together. Um, You can reach us at TornMLB on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you may email us at tornmlb at gmail.com. Please send your men's, your thoughts, your experiences of being overwhelmed, and anything else you'd like us to read or discuss. For moms, by moms.